yo, yo, yo. Back for another edition. It's the Fact Check Podcast, episode 8. It's your man, Raw Skinny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. Your boy, Fly Fonzarelli. This shit is brought to you by the MDMA Lifestyle Wave, now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, at Podbean, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. If you want to scream at us, shoot us an email at mdmalifestyle at gmail.com. Um, the shit is also brought to you by FCLG, that's First Class Lifestyle Group. Make sure you check that shit out. Um, before we get started today, I just want to give a um, shout out to our top markets and top listenerships. So that would be um, the United States of America as far as countries go. Uh, the Russian Federation, shout out to all my Nazis. Um, Canada, <laughs> Canada, Slovenia. Australia. No, fuck it. We're going to give them the whole 10. Slovenia, Australia, the UK, Japan, Germany, the Ukraine, and the Netherlands. The Ukraine. The Ukraine, my nigga. As far as states go, it'd be California's number one. Shout out to Cali. Hey. Maryland. Oh, look at that. Is number two. Man, then we, we got. got uh, we need to get Maryland number one. I uh, know, right? Come on, man. Then we got. Uh, wait till I get to the cities. That shit is going to fuck your head up. And then uh, we got Pennsylvania, Virginia, New York, and Jersey tied five. Illinois, Delaware, Alabama, Connecticut, and motherfucking Georgia. I'm so happy Georgia made the list. And then um, top ten cities in Maryland. Number one would be Baltimore. Number two is Hyattsville. Number three is Randallstown. Four is Silver Spring. Five is Edgewater. Uh, six is Windsor Mills. Seven is Ellicott City. Eight is Pikesville. Nine is Parkville. And ten... My Parkville's so low, man. Fucking Laurel. That's crazy. Parkville. We need to get Parkville higher on the list. That's because we not from around here. Man. <laughs> I grew from, up ten minutes from for here. Real? I grew up in Northeast Baltimore. Nah, not Parkville though. You feel nah, me? I ain't grew up in Parkville. Yeah, nah, not Parkville, like Parkville is different. Hometowners and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, um, I like West Baltimore though. Uh, make sure y'all check out our top 10 playlist for this week We got a whole bunch of motherfucking jams on there um, So what we do, I pick 5, Fonzie picks 5 This week you got songs from Benny the Butcher, Jay Electronica um, Metro Boomin, 6-7, um, Don Tolliver, Griselda, Jack Boys, T Grizzly, CJ Fly, and Casanova I dropped the ball on that uh, Benny joint That, that should have been last week Cause that actually dropped Did it come last out last week? week? It did I'm thinking it drop like, the ball on it though. If you ain't get, to it, just, you ain't get to it, it was the thing about it was like literally f- Friday after I sent you everything. Yeah. And then you put the playlist up, and I was like sitting there going through listening to shit. I was like, damn, I'm because you know like I just be happening to wake up two o'clock in the morning because I'm off. So I I wake up, see what came out, scroll through some of the new songs. If it's an album, people cut with joints. I was like, yo, Benny over 808 Mafia beat. Yeah. I was like, damn, yo, it's going to be real hard for a lot of these rappers. If- totally wasn't what I expected, though. Yeah, Which he- is, I guess is a good thing. I, I expected one of the, like, banger bangers. You know what I mean? Like, one of them dark joints. The shit was kind of like... But what I saw, it was uh, produced by Fuse and Black Metaphor. Yeah. You already knew what time it was. See, that's what I don't know. Like, how many people is in fucking 808 Mafia <coughs> at this point? Yo, it's a lot. Off top of my head, <coughs> you got Southside. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Pyrex. You got Palace. You got Fuse. You got Dy. You got um, T 
Tarantino. Mm. Shit, and I know, I know, I'm missing out, people. Yo, that's that's, that's just a lot, just off of. Yeah, I ain't even realize it was that vast, yo. Because the dude Palace, Palace is from. I want to say he's like French or something. He's not even from here, but he's one of them dudes that comes up with the melodies. Mm-hmm. And melodies, is, melodies are crazy though. Yeah. Like, I almost bought one of the Palace loot packs. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, that shit is nuts. Well, um, first and foremost. Um, Shout out to anybody suffering from the coronavirus right now. And shout out to anybody being affected by it. We really don't like to touch on that shit on the MDMA lifestyle wave because we are more about having fun, uplifting, and being in a positive um, mood and environment. So, yeah, we ain't even really going to get into it like that, like that. Anything you want to drop on that, though? Man, just stay safe, man. Yeah. Wash your hands, man. Please do, because niggas like us is washing our hands on the regular but we got a dope show lined up for y'all um trying to think if there's anything i want to get into before we get into the fuck it let's just get into the show so since we didn't record last week and that was all my fault because i was so paranoid over this rony shit um but we back this week bitches and we bought the pod so the hot topic is still the j electronica shit all right so you probably listened to the shit the day the uh shit came out right I did. Have you been, has it been on repeat since then? Well, not repeat, but have you been listening to it after the first time you listened to it? Yeah, it's, it's good for what it is, but it's not a J Electronica album. Are you Muslim? Nah. Okay. Not at all. I think I but, asked you that shit before. <laughs> but it's like, I got a lot of homeboys that is, and I know a little bit about that. So okay. like hearing it, I'm like, all right, it's good to see some rappers that's like really about that. And they, mm-hmm. like, cause I've known Hov been on that for a while. Has you know, he really? don't talk about when they did, I forgot what festival it was in like Brooklyn, mm. and him and J, and J. Elect brought him out. Oh, the 2014 shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Hove has a he had a chain that was like the uh, the five percenter yeah. logo. Like that was his. I was already like, you ain't wearing that just to wear it. Yeah. Like even though somebody came out and was like, nah, he's not stamped. Nobody, he's not. He, he obviously like, um, yeah like man. you can and it's almost like everybody been saying like he been said I wanted to rap like this but hmm. like he been wanting to be on his positive more conscious type shit but mm-hmm. but it wasn't a, it wasn't a J, J Electronica album it wasn't <laughs> I waited 10 uh, years I'll, it's good alright let's break but, it down let's break it down Um, so how did you feel about the production as a whole on the album it fits him. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. It sounds, but it's almost like. I'm going to start calling you Gregory Hanjo because you know nah, he ain't. Orange shit, it could have been. I can tell by your his face sound, you don't like that shit. It's his sound, but it could have been updated a lot more. It sounds dated yeah. to me. Like, other than the joint with Travis on there, that sounds like something that happened more recently. Mm-hmm. Yo, they probably made that shit like three days before it came out. And I noticed that the last song on the album was recorded the night that Kobe passed away. Oh, for real? It could have been a lot better. I was expecting more. I was expecting... Don't get me wrong. He got some joints where he's rapping, but... I'm, I'm very disappointed when Alchemist is on a project and I don't know it and I can't tell it's an Alchemist beat. Number one, and then I'm just I'm even more disappointed when I found out that it is an Alchemist beat, and I go back and listen to it, and it Sound wasn't like even it. rocking. 
I did not like that shit. Um, production as a whole, I did not realize Jay Electronica was a producer. And I'm starting to see this trend with rappers like that. Um, where they're like, fuck it, I'm gonna just make my own beats. And I understand it. I really do. I really understand it. But my thing is, I, I feel like it's really hard, with the exception of Royce, and who knows how long he's been like tinkering with production right. and shit. But with the exception of Royce. I think he has a studio in his house. So yeah. It's a little like, different. It's a little different. But like, I don't be feeling that shit unless you've been doing that shit the whole time. Like, you, I think when you started, you were doing beats and rapping at the same time. So it'd be nothing for you to like produce an album right. for yourself. Same thing here. But um, like, when you're in your 40s on your debut album, like, get some real fucking beats, bro. And then um, you, of course. The like you said, the soundscape they had for it was just so fucking monotonous and like fucking drab and just like the shit was sad. Like you listen no to it on like, a rainy day so or some thing shit. Thing is, the biggest song we know him from is Exhibit C, Exhibit C, which is a Just Blaze beat. Yeah, how you don't got n- no Just Blaze? Just Blaze, knowing you even remember when Joe Joe shit they called Just Blaze and asked him was he gonna be on the album. Yeah, and he was like, I, I, no comment, mm-hmm. and that let me know right there. I was like. Right, that was kind of fishy to you, huh? Yeah, just because just would have been like, I get it, if, like the whole being secretive, but he ain't say, like it was just like no comment. It wasn't like, oh, I can't talk, I can't tell you nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and they said he has an album. He's got he's got J Electronica music. He's got like an album's worth of J Electronica music. Like, that's another beats. thing I don't get. What's the point of just having shit in the stash? Huh? I, I just don't, don't understand. Depending that on shit. who it is, I guess. Like I don't. Only thing I've ever thought was maybe Clarence's. Or something like, but even then, that's when you drop your shit on. That's what the mixtapes was always exactly, for. Exactly. Yeah. You can't get it cleared. Just put it on put the tape. It's gonna out, come bro. out. Like, um, how did how did how did you feel about the whole Jay Elect and um Joe Button back and forth and shit? I looked at it as almost like Jay Electronica was trying to use that shit for a little publicity. You the think fact so? That Joe, because it's like he got on Twitter and just all like, yo. I'm happy to sit down with y'all and this and that. And oh, after the fact? Right. He's like, oh, don't, don't when that next pod go crazy, thank me for that. This and that. It's almost like... It's some weirdo shit, right? Right. You doing all of that because you know, for one, like, Joe is a rapper. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody knows as far as rapping what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. So to even come out there and go, yo, he's never dropped a classic album, this, that, and the third. Neither have you. Like at the end of the day, you got a classic joint. That was some sucker shit too. Like, I never listened to one of your albums. Like, yeah, okay. uh, You, everybody knows if if you were rapping and in the music around that time where Joe was really going in, Mm -hmm. you know that his caliber of rapper, like, he's not one of these just oh I rap. Yeah. Like he didn't stop rapping because he was bad. Like so, and all of that you keep like he kept adding Rory. Instead of Joe, like you adding Roy, because Roy said he liked the album, but you're trying to be like passive aggressive, funny. Yeah, I hate that passive aggressive like, shit. Yo, you you mad that Joe said he ain't like the shit? You mad that he said he said Jay washed you all, cleaned you up on this whole joint? Yeah, he got his which feelings he did. Hurt. He got his feelings like, hurt. That's it's apparent. He got his feelings, and hurt. it's like don't Jay cleaning you up ain't that's a, that's Jay. Okay, so it's almost like you think Jay washed him on there. On a lot of the joints, I think the opposite. Like I think Jay Electronica washed him on almost everything, yeah. Because it's like I felt like all right. Other than the, they said the shiny, the shiny suit theory joints mad old. Yeah, yeah, we like, don't count that shit. But 
a lot of it you could tell like Hove might have went in there like at the end mm-hmm. and just dropped some shit on there because mm-hmm. it's like he said he worked on that album for 40 days 40 nights you didn't see pictures with him and Hove in the studio mm-hmm. until like a few days before the shit dropped mm-hmm. like Hove came in there you already had some shit done he hopped on there. That's why I said the only thing, I, the only joint that sounds like they might have done recent was the, the, the blinding, blinding joint, yeah. and that's because of the way they kind of on a, the beginning part, the first half of the song, they kind of. But if that shit took forty days, I really don't want to hear nothing else from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, forty I'm days good. is a long. Like you got that. That sounds like some shit. Like Griselda did they shit in a week. Like. Even I was watching the old Radar West Side interview yesterday. Mm. He was like, yo, none of my projects took me more than three days. Yeah, bro. That's how I feel like that's how it should be. Yo. And it's like, if you just clicking like that, yeah. there's been times me and my man walked in the studio, knocked out nine songs in a day. Yeah. And left yeah. out like, damn, we only got to go back in here one more time before the project done. The last <laughs> um, official joint I put out, I spent a week, just seven days on it. Hey. And then, like, whatever I had after that, I cleaned that shit up, picked what I wanted, and just put that shit out, bro. Like, it ain't 40 hard, days bro. and 40 nights to only get 10 tracks. And For that shit? The album is technically not an album because the album is technically 40 minutes. What is this, 40 minutes or more music or yeah. something? So you don't even have an album. Like, you still got, you still had an EP status and you spent 40 days on that. So out of, out of 10, what would you get that shit? Seven. It's average. Really a seven, yo? I get that shit like a four point five. It's because it's not something. It's almost like the shit Joe said. He was like, "Damn, yo, I'm gonna cut all your verses off and just had make it a J mixtape." <laughs> That's just to be funny. Yo. Yeah, that that shit was fucking wrong. Because don't get me wrong, J Electronic is a good rapper, like, but for him to have held so much acclaim over the years and not produced on it. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes that a flop. Here's the only thing: I feel like that shit would hit much different if I was Muslim. I'm just being honest with you. Oh yeah, because like, I sent it to one of my home, like one of the homies. I was like, "Bro, you, you heard this?" He was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. it's this." I was like, "Yo, just just put it on." Mm-hmm. I was like, "They they talking your shit." Mm-hmm. And then he came to work the next day. He was like, "Nah, yo, yeah, yeah they talking yeah. my shit." And I yeah, and I said, I seen a lot of people saying that maybe it, they going over that. What did I say when I listened to it? I was like, yo, these niggas' third eye is, like, all the way open. <laughs> if, if if your third eye ain't all the way open like this, yeah, yeah. you're going to be sitting there like... It's going over your head, man. Some of the shit, I know what they talking about. And that's because, like I said, I know some Muslims. I be around them. Mm-hmm. But some of it, I'm still just like... Yeah, a lot of that shit, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And Charlemagne said it on the Brilliant Idiots yesterday. He was like, if you ain't never... uh, What is it? Message to the Black Man by Elijah Muhammad. He was like, mm-hmm. if you ain't never read that book, he's like, a lot of the stuff on the album gonna go over your head. Okay. So that's what he was. He was like, that's why he was like, yo, they really are talking that. I ain't even know niggas are still recording pods out here, yo. Them niggas supposed to be on uh, lockdown and shit. Oh, you know, it didn't have um, what's his name? One on there this week, Schultz, because uh, Schultz, he was like, he was talking about the coronavirus. He was like, he didn't want to come. To the iHeart studio. Yeah. He wanted Charlemagne to come to his joint. He was like, yeah. how, how I know you ain't got it yeah. over there? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you don't. He was like, so we both taking a risk. They should have just, yo, I'm telling you, we going to figure out, like, because I'm pretty sure they might. Like, yeah, they going. Yeah. Real soon. We'll talk about that off air, though. But um, we got to figure out the Skype shit, bro. Yeah. It's real easy. I'm sure and, we'll and, figure it from out. From what I was saying, it's like you got to record the video. 
Yeah, you gotta yeah. have something that and basically just capture it. the whole video. Yeah, like, and you know, that. Yeah, that's so we're gonna drop that. Um, so yeah, man, we're gonna get into the plant check slash fact check segment. We combine them this week because um, I don't know where the fuck I got this shit from. Like, it's really we came up with this segment called the plant check where we checking for the plants in the industry. It's a lot of really like my favorite segment. But when you're thinking of ones you want to talk about and dissect, it gets kind of hard because you don't really know who's a plant and who's not a plant. So what I figured out is once you do your research and start like breaking little shit down from their career, you can see who's clearly a fucking plant. So today I would like to talk about three-headed hat motherfucker Chance the Rapper. All right? Now... This is gonna fuck up a lot of people's heads. We don't mean to offend anybody. I'm still lost about the three hat. What? I don't. I, yeah, I don't get it. I thought it was because the the joint was his third project. That ain't it, cause he kept it. He's still wearing it. Like, yeah. like I seen Jada Kiss with one on. It's got a seven. He's been wearing like seven snapbacks now. Oh, fuck off. I don't know. I ain't even got a plain um, snapback. You feel me? So check I'm this. not buying one either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, all right. So plant check on this nigga changed the rapper, right? So check this out, right? His dad was a aide to the mayor, right? His mom worked for the state attorney general. So right there, you already know, probably coming up middle class, upper middle class. There's nothing wrong with that, but I just want to keep that in mind that both his mom and his dad have political connections in the state of Chicago. And that's why it was always weird for me to see him with, like, Bibby... Yeah, yeah. You look back on and that, it's like, like, what the fuck is this? And those, that, he's one of them guys. I, I kind of get it because he's almost like the guy that's not outside mm-hmm. and not in the streets. And they look at him like that and they fuck with him because of that. Mm-hmm. But it was still always like, what outside of rap? When are you even going to run into them? I ain't never seen him with OTF, so it don't count. Fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So in high school, he was a member of the Jewish. Student Union, and like I'm saying, there's nothing wrong with that. He's but, Jewish? Yeah, bro. He's a member of the Jewish Student Union. All right, so he starts his career in 2012, allegedly, okay? So allegedly, keep in mind, through this whole plant check I'm about to do, Man, he's, he's, not, yeah, I'm on it. he's not supposed to be signed, right? Just keep that in mind. So 2012, he drops... Uh, 10-day mixtape, all right? Because apparently he got suspended for, from school for smoking weed. And um, he did this mixtape. Was he at school smoking weed? Yeah, some oh. shit like that. He records this shit in December, okay? In February, he's highlighted as one of Complex's 10 new Chicago rappers. Nah. Keep in mind, he has not dropped a song yet. Nah. Just recorded his first shit in December, and in February, he's already on a complex top 10, right? The mixtape was, wasn't released until April. So they, right? how'd you, they didn't even hear it. Right. And then, after it was released, it was featured in fucking Forbes magazine in a column called uh, Cheap Tunes. Right? Then... So, wait, that was April. So then July of that year, he gets placed as an opener on a nationwide, nationwide Childish Gambino tour. After one mixtape. Right? I knew they had a relationship, but... Yeah. I, oh, it's deeper. So he drops Acid Rap in April of 2013 on that piff, right? 
shit does 1.5 million downloads now i don't know if that's like the current number or what it did when it came out let's see um, tell you the current all right so i'll keep going while you look that up so he drops acid rap in april of 2013 in march of 2014 he's a fucking dockers model nigga modeling dockers and shit all right shit he said streams or downloads it don't matter just give me both streams right now listens is 3.3 million uh-huh and downloads is 1.74 772 yeah sorry. that's kind of ridiculous um so he's also in the double xl freshman class of may 2014 and later that year he gets an outstanding youth of the year award from the mayor and fucking I can understand Chicago. that because it's people's work phone mess. He's only been out for two years at this point, though. Yeah, it's still. <sighs> then in January of 2015, he's in Forbes magazine again for Forbes 30 Under 30. Keep in mind, he's not supposed to be signed at this point, right? Then in April of 2015, he gives a lecture at Harvard University, bro. How the fuck are you making all this shit happen? And then I just got pissed and cut the shit off. Because I feel like I don't need any more uh, substantial evidence to prove that this nigga is it's a like, fucking plant. Yeah. And I know his pops ended up working for like Obama. Well, that was beforehand. Because Obama's run was... Oh, no, no, no. No, you're right, you're right. He was doing something... I've always thought like... Certain, you know me. I just look at how you get certain features. Mm-hmm. How you... How you doing? You can't be certain situations don't work without money behind them. Like, see, you didn't watch that Netflix show, but um, the shit he was on with Tip and Cardi B, you could tell he's been very well versed in um, like contract talk, fucking legal shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I've always, I don't. Maybe I'm I'm not the biggest Chance fan. Maybe that's what it is because I was I'm not. The whole hype about it when it came out, like when the, what was it, the coloring book, when everybody was, oh, yo, it's about to be on Apple. All right, that's cool. But, mm-hmm. like, I listen to it. Like, it's all right, music. It ain't spectacular. Yeah. Nothing I'm going to be like, yo. Like, even when it became, oh, nah, we, he's we're nominating him for a Grammy. We're changing the rule to this. It doesn't have to be an album that's sold for us to put it up for a Grammy. Oh, really? That was the whole thing about him getting nominated. They you changed the rules up. They changed the rules up so he could even be nominated. Yeah. So before it even happened, I was like, yo, Chance gonna win. What are you doing? Oh, no. no. <laughs> they was like, so when you, I, as soon as I heard have it. To be, you didn't, hold up. The whole six. thing was, the whole thing originally with the coloring book being nominated was that it was a free project. It was there was no okay, physical. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't sold. It was literally just up for streaming on Apple. Yeah. Like that was it. Nobody mm. bought it. So there's no actual. Like it ain't like with anything else where you can still go on iTunes store and buy it. Mm-hmm. There was no none of that. So they're like. And they changed the rules. And they the changed movie. the rules to be okay. Your album doesn't technically have to be sold. Did that shit win? It won. I don't think it won as far as an album, but I know he won. So what's the song with uh? There's no problems with him. Like, yo, and it was to the point where I, I'm a 2 Chains fan, so that was the first, one of the first songs on that project. I, Because mm-hmm. I'm like, got my man on here. Mm-hmm. 
cool song, but it even just sounds it sounds too put together. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't care what your connections are. If you're supposed to be an independent artist, you really got enough money to put chains and Wayne on your on your joint like that. Good call. Like, and then then I'm like, you gotta remember at the end of the day, since you're putting this out, there's still a pub split and all of that. Good call. So you you willing to kick out? You willing to lose that kind of money to give to them two? Yeah. Because you know ain't even one of them two playing about no publishing or no no feature money. Right. So I don't know how much a Wayne feature even costs, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. like hundred thousand at the label clears it. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that. Like in a chains feature, I know it's about fifty bands easy. Mm-hmm. Especially around that time. That yeah. was when chains was smoking everything. Super hot. Yeah. So that song alone, a couple hundred thousand spent. Right. And that's why they were saying like, yo, even if Apple did give them some bread, that's still being signed. Yeah. Like if they gave you bread for this project to be an exclusive, mm-hmm. you signed to deal with them. I can't find solid evidence, but he he's also tied to RCA and Epic too. Like, and it's it's always been in my like one of them things. Like I tell you all the time, I've heard the name too much before I heard the music. Oh, for real? Like I heard his name just a lot and see it, saw it a lot, and there was never like a whole lot of. They like yo, all right, so he got a bunch of mixtapes. Mm-hmm. How's he all over the place? Then all like face and name. But he didn't. He only has one fucking mixtape. Like, what the fuck? And yo? that's why I'm like. It just don't be adding up with him to me. Like, that nigga been signed from the jump, bro. Like, I think he signed one of them developmental deals with one of these labels. You feel and me? He's the new, he's the new independent, the new, the new thing they do. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, sign you. We gonna see. We gonna watch you grind. We gonna give you a little bit of money, but mm-hmm. you gonna play it like you independent till right. you really. A lot of them dudes now, man. Like and that shit is tomfoolery, yo. Right. Like you tricking the fans for no fucking. Because reason, then it's like man. yo, everybody's like, Chance is independent. Oh, Chance was never independent. Bro. Yeah, like, yo, you fooling these kids into thinking they can like do the all this shit by themselves. The only people I know that's like truly independent right now is uh, Flatbush Zombies. Fucking. Um, I don't think currency still. I don't think currency still got his deal. No, he been had a fucking label deal for a minute, but it don't, it's not. I don't think it was like a multiple album thing. Even Gibbs signed with a fucking label, right? Like, come the fuck on. I man. think I know currency signed. I want to say Atlantic. Yeah, and I want to say only album I think he even dropped under them was the Canal Street Confidential Joint. I don't think nothing else has been put out. He'll sign like and I, I've realized that's right because he got the jet. He was really he really does. pushing that jet life shit. He does like he'll go to a label, mm-hmm. sign a sign a one album deal with him, get the bread, put that one album out. Mm-hmm. I'm out my deal because he it was another like small label. He just put out an album with the two dudes, Roddy the skydiving, no trademark and Roddy. Yeah, like the original jet life members. They just put something out through somebody, but. Hey man, that's like then it was. Chance had a lot of commercials, like yeah, all them fucking sponsorships and shit. You're not getting that without no label behind you. Mm-hmm. You're not getting in them rooms. I don't care how powerful you are, how much money you you got. Somebody else got to be vouching for you to get in them rooms, and your pops ain't that. Mm-hmm. He ain't that person to do that. Your mom's ain't that person to do that. So there's somebody from a label that's like, nah. 
Like, I don't care who your publicist is. Your pub- if you got a publicist and, and you're independent, but your publicist works for a label, you sign. Yeah. You're dealing, you, you're not independent. Because she's got them label powers to, that person is. Yeah, I never liked his music, though. I, and I really don't like him as a personality. He seems and then he, I know me. when he first came out, he's running around with like Vic Mensa and all them. Um, like, I don't remember him being with anybody. Yo. I forgot. I, I know they didn't. I, I used to watch a lot of that. What's that shit on Vice? Noisy. Mm-hmm. That's where I saw like all of them. Yeah. Like before they even had the channel, yeah, like, I, I used to watch Noisy. Yeah. I used to watch it online. So when it came out to the, to the show, mm-hmm. like I didn't even watch the show because I'm like, this is all this shit y'all had online already. Yeah. Like that's how they did Bronson too. So it was like, but I remember seeing them on there and was like, all right, they was talking about Chicago. I really watched to see like. Chief Keith and Dirk and Reese. Right. So when they was talking about them, I'm like, oh yeah, they they, they cool, but mm-hmm. where that other shit at? Yeah, <laughs> man. Fuck me. But anyway, that yeah. was the weird thing. Mm. He came out around that same time the Chicago drill scene was coming out. Right. So it was almost like they placed him to be like, all right, the anti. This is what's coming. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And his parents being all tied into politics, it's like you know Chicago was being looked at for this. But hey. We also got this over here too. Yeah. So it was always like, how is it that? And but not, and that's what it, I found it like. You, how are you running around with all these savages? Mm-hmm. Like you're the exact, you're the polar opposite. There's no way possible. Like y'all don't go to school together. Right. None of that. Right. Like you went to art school. Where you hanging out with them at? Exactly. Where do you yeah. meet them? Exactly. Like yeah. I went to city, which is a good school, mm-hmm. but it was still some crazy motherfuckers in there. Yeah. It was still niggas selling dope ninth grade driving to school. Yeah, so yeah. you could run in them, but I don't see him being no. Nah, bro. The kids that hang that went to Baltimore School for the Arts aren't hanging with the kids that went to MS. There's no fucking way Chance the Rapper was on Old Block. I'm just not buying it, yo. All right. He don't know Chief Keith and them, Lil Reese and them. <laughs> he might, but oh, it's all through music. All right, so. Recently, Young Dolph said he was going to retire, and then even more recently, Young Dolph said he's not going to retire, and he's about to drop some new music. Now, as of the recording of this podcast, Dolph has yet to drop said album, but it just got me thinking, um, where do you rank Dolph amongst the other trap rappers? You You think he's a top tier? You think he's a GOAT, or you just another nigga? I do think he's top tier. I can't give him GOAT status yet, because... Uh I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and people don't be trying to understand me. Mm-hmm. Like, only reason Money Bag Yo is a thing is because Yo Gotti couldn't sign Dolph. You feel what I'm saying? Let me break that down to me. Like when you listen to the two of them, a lot of that, st- <clears throat> a lot of the, the swag, the ad libs, Money Bag just raps better than Dolph. He's just a better rapper. You think so? Everything else kind of came like the swag all of that i get all of that from dolph like mm-hmm. the first time i saw money back like i heard him and was like wow he's rapping his ass off mm-hmm. when i started listening to it more i was like yo shit kind of sound like a Dolph somebody doing their best dolph impression but yeah. he just raps better like his buzz he takes rapping a little more seriously than dolph does dolph's not trying to be the best rapper Moneybag raps like he's trying to oh, out rap somebody a little I bit i never listened to money back you know? like and it was just like, so I was like, yo, he's putting that much pressure on Yo Gotti that you got to go get somebody that's in that same lane as him. Mm-hmm. He's applying a lot of pressure to you. He's doing something. And like, because the first time I heard Dolph, I was like, oh, this shit's raw. 
I don't What's it? You remember the first time you heard him? It had to be some old Gucci. Shit, first time I heard him is uh, was popping. You remember that shit? Was popping. They asked me what's the difference between me and the rest of these niggas. I ain't shit like the rest yeah. of these niggas. Yeah. And I picked the first Dolph Project. I'm lying, yo. He was he had some shit. I was going through the mixtapes like them high class street music joints. Um, American gangsters, yeah, yo. I, I think Dolph is goat. Then when he came out, he's not the goat, but I think he's goat status. Yeah. Then when he came out with like was it shitting on the industry? Mm-hmm. That was when he first started really getting this shit up on streaming sites. He'd had the joint on the um, sixteen zips. On the shorty low beat, fucking um, I'm the man. But what was his shit? Though? Preach, yeah. The Zaytoven beat, yeah. Keep it real with your dogs, no matter what. Yeah. That one, was, and I was like, that was when I was like, all right, he's really stepping out. And I think that's when Gotti was kind of like, oh, damn, like I might had to, cause Gotti ain't been, the, I don't know, Gotti kind of. He had Memphis on lock for a minute, but then Dolph came out and it was like. Dolph fuck with Gucci and Thug and all of them. I'm sorry, I almost <laughs> threw up. And they had it at the time. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was around that time where Gucci was the man. Thug was coming up. All of them started coming. That was when Gucci really started taking over. So who would you put above Dolph then? I probably say Gucci. Because we all know Wap. One of them. Wap is goat status. Yeah, he's just the goat. Like. This is because like yo, I think because Dolph came off. Dolph is part of that family tree. So. That's one of the only people I could really. But he's one of the early ones too. Yeah, he is. And he didn't stick. He didn't really stick with Gucci like the rest of them did. He branched off and did his thing. Would you put Dolph above Gotti? Yeah, that's because I like him better as a rapper. Yeah, me too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dolph better. Like, I don't know what it is about Yo Gotti, and I think it's because Yo Gotti's damn near forty. Oh, he's like, never one of If them. he's not. You feel with him, a 40 already? Yeah. And my shit is, that was the one thing I did like about his last album. You can see the maturity in it, and it's not all talking trap, trap, trap. I'm, I did this, I did that. Because at a certain age, yo, bro, I don't want to hear that shit from no 40-year-old. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you 40, bro. You can't be talking about the same shit that nigga that's 25 yeah. talking I'm about. I'm 35, and I won't talk about that shit. You got you to gotta give, you if you ain't being the OG to these young niggas, you got to at least show them both sides of the game. Mm-hmm. What can happen, yeah, I did this, this, and this, but this is also the bullshit that came with yeah. it. So, and, and you got to put real life shit in there. I hate niggas that's like been rapping for years, or even just rappers in general that never put their like real life experiences in there. And then I, look at, I always look at... Who you put on. Like, you ain't put, like, Cody didn't really start putting the body on until recently. Right. Like, trying to compete with then, this nigga. Dolph was already on your ass by the time you put on Black Youngster mm-hmm. and brought Moneybag out. Like, mm-hmm. and the thing about Moneybag is, never heard of him before he was with Gotti. Fuck no. Never heard of this dude. Yeah. Like, and I was like, look, I looked into him. I'm like, you dropping projects called Federal This, Two Federal, Three Federal. He never been locked up in the feds. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's any of that guy do? Yeah. With anything? Federal Reserve, maybe, because you make so much money. I don't yeah. know. But it's just weird to me. about money bag, right? Yeah, that shit, like, that whole, like, I look at, like, I don't know if Block Boy is on CMG or not. I don't but, think so. But I'm, them guys over there, I look at kind of like, all right. Y'all good for what y'all good for. Yeah. Like when, when the shit comes on, it's cool, but I ain't running the back to listen to it neither. Mm-hmm. Like Moneybags got a couple cool joints. What was that joint 
him and Megan just put out with the Project Pat shit yeah, on. I ain't it. like that shit. Anymore. Like I like the beat, but I, the, the only the thing time, I've liked him on is a baby feature. If it's is it baby? He's in the middle. Of, I think it's on the the baby. That you played that song with the he two get, of them together. It's like the whistle. It's like a whistling beat and shit. Nah, it's on Kirk, yo. I yeah. I will say I did like the Yo Gotti. That's on the the album that just came out. Mm-hmm. Yo Gotti played that game. He put that song out with him and Lil Baby to uh, put a date on it. Yeah. Put that shit out, what, like last year sometime? Yeah, yeah, album yeah. didn't come out to the top of this year. Because I remember watching Lil Baby perform that shit at but, the Roots Picnic, and the Roots Picnic is in like And that song, <laughs> and that song, but I like, I like, but that was because the baby was on it. Like, yeah. Gotti, Gotti was cool on there, and yeah. it was the beat. But, the, but then the Baby, baby when it. Baby came on there, like, VVS Diamonds hanging on my t shirt, reach for it, I'm gonna put your face on yeah. it. All right. That was the shit that made me like the song. So I was, then I was like, but then it's like, damn, Gotti, you playing them same games everybody else play the streaming games. You put that song out last year, you throw it on your album to push your numbers up. Mm-hmm. But I will give him this. He owns his masters. He's not signed to nobody. Really? Like, I think that was his last album that he had. Um, right. Shout out to Gotti. He was saying that much. I give him that. Okay. He's a hustler, like always that first, but... Mm-hmm. That's what I've looked at it. I looked at him as one of them people that was like, yo, he was using rap to really get out them streets. Yeah. You yeah. feel what I'm ain't saying? It, it changed that, his life. Like, so. He ain't fucking with Dolph, though. Right. Uh, <laughs> when Dolph had all the motherfucking cuz wrapped in camo. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's WAP and then fucking Dolph, yo. Right. Like, who who else is there, really? I guess you could have made the argument. gave a car away. What is it? Was it 10000 or 100000 or a car? For the Dolph. little challenge, yeah, he did the major challenge. Oh, yeah, I remember little that Little young shit, kid yeah. from here wanted the kid to be playing the drums. And then he also, um, like, the people in North Carolina got kicked out of class or some shit. He covered they shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, like, I don't consider T.I. Trap as much as people want to play that card. Um, I will say, not no more. He originated it. Yo, the, the CD trap music isn't trap. Nah, but even if you go back to, like, his first album... I'm serious. He's talking like trap shit. Yeah, but that don't make it trap music. It's not what we know today as <laughs> trap music. But him, Tomp, that sound was created by them. And they just turned it up a little bit. But now, like now, today's trap music sounds more like what 3-6's crunk music was. Them beats are kind of more that style, in that lane. All right, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that. Because I just don't understand how... how Come just because you call something trap music, and just because you were the only one doing it, I don't necessarily understand how that creates the soundscape for. Trap I don't think music. he created the soundscape, but yeah. it's like it's almost like he grandfathered the style and what they what they talking about to certain shit, certain lingo. You wasn't here. You ain't. You I don't know. Yo, I shit. think I would really put that on Jeezy, yo. Yeah, like I do say that it's like Ti created it, Jeezy and Gucci. They like they perfected that they shit. perfected the trap music. Yeah. They perfected it, so it's like they took what Ti was already doing a little bit and mm-hmm. they molded it and shaped it to what it is. What we know is trap music. Yeah, nah, mm-hmm. and they get that. They 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 get that. Would you put Dolph above Jeezy? As far as trap rapping, nah. Because Dolph ain't gave us the Thug Motivation. True. Thug Motivation 101. I don't care what you say about Jeezy's latest shit. That Thug Motivation 101. It's classic, man. 
Them track that first trap of die tape. Like, yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's got classic tapes and albums. And so, uh, the first Boys in the Hood was really not that bad, though. I, I went to the store and bought that. I was a fan of them. I don't know what happened. It was rocking. And they had a mixtape. I can't find that mixtape nowhere. Called um, it was like Atlanta's Most Wanted. I can't find that Is tape. It before or after the album? It was before the album. I think I had that shit too. I don't know where that, because they had like a little Nuck If You Buck remix on there called like Duck When I Bust. It was Duck, a, man, them niggas Duck. was rapping. 715 so and a Mac 11 with a 187 yeah. nigga. Yeah, I had that shit. I don't yo. know. I can't find that tape nowhere. I've been looking for that tape on I, that I, piff. I'll hit you up, yo, because um, at my crib, I'm finding a lot of uh, CD stashes I used to have and shit. I'm pretty sure. I was like, them. yo, I was a fan of them. I don't know what. Like, that was the first time I heard Ross. Was the boys a, yeah, in the hood. Bitches in business. Um, that was the first time I heard Jody Breeze, too. Yeah. That nigga had a lot of potential, y'all. He really did, to me. And it's like, yo, Jeezy was the smartest one out that group. Because all oh, of them yeah. were signed to Puff as a he group. He played that shit he had his, he, They was like, oh, how the fuck you can't? And that was one of the, that was the allure of Jeezy when he came. This nigga's got two deals. He signed well, to Def Jam and Puff, huh? Wouldn't have been three. Who else was he with? It would have been the um, okay. So he had the solo Def Jam deal, right? And he was with Puff. He had the Puff deal, and then there was another one in Atlanta, yeah. Um, fuck. I think there was another like independent um uh block. He was signed to Block too. That was for the bad boy. That was through the bad boy shit. But I thought it was. I don't think I thought, his Def Jam shit. I was thought Block. Block had his own shit, and then Puff latched on to that. Yeah, Boys in the Hood was through Block. His Def Jam shit wasn't. And there's nothing else in there. Because Block had. See, that's a whole nother. Damn. Block ENT, they had Boys in the Hood. Jock. Jock. And Gorilla Zoe. Gorilla Zoe, yeah. He had Atlanta on Smash yeah, for that he really couple did. years. He really did, yo. He kind of. I tell niggas, like, say what shit. you want about Jock. Like, that first album was hard. No, Jock has a bona fide hit, yo. Like. But Nitty also was lacing that nigga. Yeah. That whole first album was. All right, so since it is March, even though it's the end of March, we couldn't record last week. Um, Just a real quick and an out topic. Um, What's your favorite Biggie song of all time? I got a story one. to tell. I got a story to tell? That shit was a true story. It was a true story. <laughs> it was a true story. I think I'd have to go with Sky's the Limit. Just because um, I think um, Life After Death is the best 90s hip-hop um, CD. And I'll say Victory's my close second. She was getting off on Victory, man. Who, yeah. who wrote Puff Parts on Victory? I always thought it was 50. You know, I, that's one thing I like about Title now. Mm-hmm. You can go on a Title and then pull up credits. It'll pull up like writing credits too. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Skies and Limit always hits me in the feels, y'all. It's one of my favorite joints. But like I said, Life After Death is my favorite CD from the '90s, and I think it's like the perfect hip hop CD. <clears throat> right now, we're about to find out who wrote. Who wrote? Victory. It might Tell have been Royce. Lyricist, writer. Christopher Wallace, Jay Phillips. That sounds for, no, that's Jada. Jay Phillips is Jada. Is it? Yeah. Did Jada write his part? Now that you go back, it does sound like Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. 
I know Damn, for a shout fact. Out Jada Jada Kiss. Jada shout Phillips. out to Jada Kiss, man, because yeah, that shit, man. even Puff Putt was hot. Yo, that's bananas, yo. I never put that together, that Jada wrote that verse. I always thought it was 50. That's because 50 slid on that freestyle yeah, when they did yeah, that 04. Man. 50 and Banks, man. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that shit the other day. I don't know why the guy, the white guy at my job said something about Lloyd Banks. <laughs> and I looked up like, what you mean? Said something about because like, we was talking. Nah, we the girl was talking about the singer Lloyd, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Who?" He was like, "You mean Lloyd Banks?" No, <laughs> I was like, exactly. "I was like, nah, bro, that's two different people." But then he got talking about Lloyd Banks. Mm. The first thing I thought about was shit could get uglier than a masterpiece sneaker. Yeah, so it was like God, that victory two thousand four was crazy. Then when they put the shit together for the anniversary album, mm. with Biggie shit on there, Fifty shit on there, and Banks shit on there, oh, I remember that. I remember that. Puff was a genius for that one. Yeah, that was real smart. And then took time. some shit straight off him. He, I think Roy might have been right when he said that shit. Yo, Puff got one of the best ears in music. As far as hip hop goes, no yeah, doubt. Because that shit was. Who would have thought? I'm gonna take this shit off the mixtape. This freestyle y'all did off the mixtape. I'm gonna put this on to put Biggie's original vocals on there with it, and the Buster hook. He just hasn't proven to me in the later 2000s that he can still do it. That's why I'm real interested in this making the band situation. Like I don't, I could give a fuck about who comes from it or what they do with it. I want to see him in the studio because I'm real interested to see if he can still roll with today's but temperature. He might, yeah. If he can, it's gonna be crazy. But the one thing I'll say about the making the band shit, and it's like the last two with Danity Kane and Day 26, mm. they got a lot of themselves just off the strength of the show. Yeah, that's their shit. So it's like, which was smart, but I want to hear the music that's going to come from it. Because mm-hmm. he had two groups that really could have been something, but it was in the areas where groups was kind of dying off. And then you had too many personalities. Yeah, that's that what to fucked be, them over, the personality. Like, nobody wanted to just play their part. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be. Yeah, I seen that bitch Aubrey on... Um one of these shows. She be on like marriage. She was on like marriage boot camp. Yeah, yo, it was like, some wild ass shit like that. Right? She was fucking with. This was Holly like, D. That's yeah, what she was yeah, yeah. With. So it's like a house of them. Yeah, the, and the, they just the marriage like go boot camp out. reality yeah, star yeah. shit. That shit was wild. Nah, nah, nah. She was on another one. It was like a dating shit. Yeah, that's what I'm recently. talking about. That's yeah, the one Paulie D. You're talking D. about. Yeah, looking like a fucking ape and shit. Paulie D got that hand. He makes. For no reason. I be sitting there watching that Jersey show and shit. I be like, yo, all them niggas got rollies. Big money. Big bust down Big money, too. Yeah. I wonder what they split to. And know. then what's his name, yo? You know what's his name. The one that just came home. Situation. Situation. You yeah. know he's getting bread. When you hiding money and the feds come get you, then I was like, yo. That's what he went to jail for? Man, I be looking. I'm like, yo, he's always got on a fucking pair of Yeezys. Is that shit still funny? Because I yeah. thought this shit was funny. Yeah, though, this shit's right? hilarious. Right, I'll be sitting there watching it. Like, he just got out. It's like a couple episodes in. They forgot situation with the jail. He all skinny, looking like his old self again. He ain't looking like... Don't look like something wrong Oh, with he him. was definitely on the juice, show. That's what that juice would do to you, man. Oh, yeah. I know about that juice, yo. I know a couple dudes was fucking with that shit. <laughs> ain't no yeah, game. Uh, We're going to go ahead and skip that NFL shit. Because who really gives a fuck at this point? <laughs> Um, just you know, for all the sports heads out there, Tom Brady has left the Patriots. He Sad signed day, a, but yeah, fuck them niggas. Um, 
a lucrative deal. He got a two-year, $50 million deal, bro. Guaranteed. And that's the thing. At his age, at this point in his career, mm-hmm. that's all you got to do. Like, yo, he's got, what, five rings. Mm-hmm. No, like, he's good on that. His, mm-hmm. his name's in the books, first ballot Hall of Fame. Let's get some more money real quick. I got and kids. Then he can get $9 million in incentives. He can't get franchise tagged, and he can't be traded. That's awesome, man. I really like how athletes are really starting to be like, fuck these owners. This is what I it's want. Not, it's about, yo, LeBron said it. He's like, at the end of the day, yo, these teams don't care about us. We we got to make money. It's a business at the end of the day. They going to make money, so we got to make ours. Mm-hmm. So make sure you bitches follow me on Instagram at Baltimore Bucho. Um, MDMA Lifestyle Wave is doing real good right now. We currently got two shows. That's this uh, Fact Check Podcast. And then check out the um, Busy Being Married podcast. Should be a new episode of that coming real soon. And I still got to drop the rest of the Smack Adams interview. And then um, we going to chill on the interviews for a while. Because you niggas don't pay me. And I'm the best interviewer out this bitch. <laughs> um, Fact Check podcast. Taking over Fridays. Fact check, Even though this is coming out on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Niggas is grown men. We got shit to do. So um, we drop the top ten playlist every Friday along with the podcast. So we you get sure y'all check that out, man. Yeah, man, you getting two pieces of free content. And um, if you want to submit a song to the playlist, it's totally fine. It just has to be good, and <laughs> <laughs> it has to be available on Spotify and Tidal because um, that's where we're streaming the playlist currently. Don't send me your audio Mac or your SoundCloud links. And shoot all your information at MDMA Lifestyle at gmail.com. And this has been another edition of the Fat Check Podcast. We out this bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs>